All right, let's get into our SMME talk today and the small business that we are featuring, the entrepreneur that we're featuring today is Letloronolo Mutzeng, who is the owner of Moja Chicken in Soweto. Letloronolo, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for making time to speak to us and uh, for coming through to share your entrepreneurial journey. Where did it yeah. all start, Litoronolo? Well, uh, thank you so much for for the opportunity and the invite. Um, uh, good morning to all your listeners. Uh, it all started in uh, your back in the nineties when I was eleven years old. Mm. Uh, um, so, due to the circumstances back home, I was forced to start sending seeds just to support the family uh, as as I was growing up. So that's where that's all that's where the, the entrepreneurial skill started from. Uh, then fast forward, I I went to high school and then started doing other small businesses like selling. Started selling uh, grilled gizzard, uh, grilled uh, chicken feet, and and then later in the years moved to Joburg and I I opened a selling business uh, in 2017. And then uh, in 2018, I had the um, the Moja City uh, idea uh, that came in 2018, but I only started executing the idea in 2019. When you were, you know, in primary school, because you said this is part of where it started, uh, where you started off selling sweets, where did that come from? Um, was, was it something that, you know, you just saw happening in the community and you decided to do it as well? Or did you have somebody in your family that was an entrepreneur? So how did, how did you develop that? Hello, Lekaronolo. All right, I'm not sure what has happened to Lekhoronolo there. It looks like we have lost him on the line. But uh, Lekhoronolo Mozing, he's telling us his story. He is the owner of the Moja Chicken Chain. It's a franchise of a chicken in Soweto. And, of course, it's been doing quite well. Uh, you heard there that he said, you know, the idea was to start in 2018. And they've kind of been building since then. So, Lekhoronolo, I understand you're back on the line can you hear me clearly yes yes i was thinking okay, about that yeah. no no problem at all so what i was asking you is when you're in primary school and you are selling these goods whether it's to you know your fellow uh, schoolmates etc where did it come from so did you do it because you were seeing others in the community do it or what planted that idea in you funny enough i was actually the first uh, uh, kid to start selling at school uh, so what i did my mom used to work as a domestic worker here in Gauteng. Mm. So this other one, uh, this other weekend, she came home, and then as she left, she gave me a, a ten rand uh, because I was I was crying nonstop. I didn't want her to leave, so she gave me ten rand. Normally she would give me, she would leave me with five rand. So on that day she gave me ten rand, and then uh, that was on a Sunday. So Monday, when I after school I decided to walk. Um, I think it was seven kilometers, fourteen kilometers in total, uh, to and from uh, just to buy uh, two packets of sweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when I go to to the school the following day, I went to the principal of the the, the school and then I asked for permission to start selling. Uh, she gave me the permission. Um, a month later, I started having 
because I saw the demand. As young as I was, I saw the demand and I started having other young boys selling for me right in the school. And then I had other boys selling for me uh, from other schools. And I would, look, I would look at you. You were running a whole <laughs> enterprise, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look, it, 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 I suppose in many ways it also says a lot about your character and the type of person that you are. You need to be a leader in order to be able to convince people to come on board and, and work for you. Were you even paying them? Correct, correct, correct. Um, and, and, and obviously I think I was one of those brightest school, uh, uh, kids in the, in the school. So uh, it was so easy for the principal to give me that permission to start selling. Mm. And yeah. you know, it, it 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 shows the extent to which you you've you've had the acumen from a very young age that it's something that you didn't necessarily have to be taught, but that could well be be inbred. Of course, it's it's a long way from selling right. packets of sweets to uh, to to fellow learners to doing what right. you are doing today and owning this restaurant chain. Tell us more about how that came into being. Yes, so um. In 2018, um, I started doing research about the chicken industry uh, because now the love for, for chicken now started kicking in. Uh, in me. So I started <laughs> and, 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 and one could argue that you've always had it. You know, you were selling gizzards and what else? Bright gizzards and? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Litoronolo. Ah, I don't know what is happening with that line uh, to Litloronolo. We keep getting interrupted. All right, let's take a quick break, and we're going to try and get Litloronolo back up on the line. Morning, Katie Bushi from Malaysia. My sister, I'm very worried about this constitutional court ruling on Africans. Very, very, very worried. Africans cannot take a second central stage to English when African languages have, I don't even have a seat. Uh, so so what, would have, what should have happened is that Africans should have been uh, relegated to zero with all other African languages. And then English be, be, be given a certain period by which all other languages should be developed to the same level of english uh, by by which time then all the languages would be uh, made official medium of instruction at, at all the universities in the country i'm very worried all right so just some of your whatsapp voice notes there apologies i'm not sure what's going on with that line to little can you hear me now Hello, yes, Nicole. I can hear you. Oh, okay. there we yeah, go. Okay, great. Yes. Okay, great. So, so, I'm so sorry about it. Yes. No, no um, problem. Okay. Um, yes, so I, I, I was selling chicken uh, chicken feed, uh, Mount Oana. Mm. Uh, I used to grill them outside the shipping, but that was now, I think I was around 20, 22 or 21. Mm. Um, yeah, so I started doing uh, uh, a lot of research around the chicken industry. So I, I discovered that... Uh, Chicken is the most consumed uh, uh, meat product in South Africa, and South Africa being um, um, one of the biggest consumers uh, of chicken, uh, and being chicken being also the most affordable uh, uh, product, uh, uh, meat product in South Africa. So I wanted to tap into that industry. So because when I moved to Joburg, um, I used to stay in the township. I stayed in Soweto and I stayed in the East End. 
So I saw a lot of uh, chicken ducks around around the townships. Mm. So what I did, I took the same concept of the chicken ducks and then I modernized it. Uh, with again, I had with my friend Lisa Oserero, We we came together and then we created our own sauce, the Moja chicken flavor. And by the time that you do that, of course, chicken is already a competitive market in this country. We don't have a shortage of franchises that are selling chicken. So I, obviously you can't tell me what's in your chicken, you know, seasoning, etc. <laughs> but, but but when you say, you know, uh, the, the, the idea of chicken dust, because chicken dust is literally like authentic braai, you know, Gori, yes. it's just like it's got that homegrown bride taste and vibe. Okay. So are you saying that okay. you basically try to ensure that that is encapsulated or captured in your products, in your stores? Yes. So what I did, I took the same concept uh, mm. and then I, I, I was like, you know what, I need to give it a different flavor. I need to give it my own flavor, mm. but I need to give people variety of, 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 of uh, taste. Uh, people can choose when you get to a moja chicken outlet you can choose either lemon and herb mild hot or monster hot uh, we created those uh, sauces uh, uh, from scratch then we went to a uh, reputable company that manufactures sauces and then we gave them our recipe and then we tweaked it, they tweaked it a bit then we we, we had uh, moja chicken um uh, there was now in 2019 march uh, then we started executing our first outlet in Soweto, which was in 2019, uh, the 28th of September. Uh, that's when the, the first Moja Chicken outlet uh, 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 being executed. Mm. Um, obviously, then the pandi- pandemic happened, the lockdown, and yeah. How difficult would you say it is to take a product that perhaps was doing well on a small scale? to try and keep the quality of that product intact, but multiply it on a bigger scale. Because we know that often, and I'll speak maybe just as a consumer, when Mm -hmm. it comes to franchising, sometimes the franchises, the more they become, the more, you know, the food loses the taste. It it no longer is the way that it used to be. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So I, I was very much aware of all of those things. Uh, so what I had to do first, I needed to do a sort analysis, and then I needed to do I need I needed to apply the, the seven P's of marketing, uh, which which will include product, uh, people, uh, phys, phys, uh, physical evidence, uh, placement, promotion, all of that pricing. Uh, so what I did, I went to one reputable uh, company that manufactured sources. So what, every time we manufacture a, a, a sauce, for example, mild, mild will stay the same. If we do, we manufacture our own gravy, the gravy will stay the same. If you go to mm. Soweto, you go to Cosmo City, you go to Beggar's Photo, Eluquatin, where our outlets are, you can still taste it. The same taste across. That's how we make sure that we, we move with the consistency of the brand and the product. And on the um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And 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 obviously, Jude, uh, because we do a lot of training before we open the sh- the, the shop, uh, they they all our outlets they apply, uh, uh, they they use our SOPs and they use everything that we we taught them during the training before opening. And in as far as your own personal journey of mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is concerned, what has that been like, and how has it evolved over the years? 
Um, it has been a very exciting journey, uh, a tough at, at some uh, sometimes. Um, uh, because the biggest thing, uh, what, I, what I've discovered as an entrepreneur is self-introspection. You need to know yourself. You need to, to understand your character. You need to understand if you are able to, to, to be resi- uh, uh, resilient at, at, at times when, when things are tough. How are you going to, 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 to come out strong and still stand, uh, stand out and do what you want to do and do what you have to do? Um, for me, it has been a very interesting journey. Um, I mean, I slept in my car for... After opening my first store, lockdown happened. I, I didn't have a place to stay at some point. Mm-hmm. That, that that's now last year. Mm-hmm. I had to stay in my car. Uh, I was sleeping in my car for 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 like four weeks. Um, mm-hmm. and 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 I had to sell my car to to make sure that I sustain the business. Remember now, uh, before I was I started Moja Chicken, I used to be employed. I used to have my nine to five. I used to work for. A tobacco company for seven years, which I quit just to focus on Moja Chicken. Mm. So when all of that happened, I used all my savings to start up the business. Now I didn't have any any other source of income. That was the only source of income I had. So when lockdown happened, for me to rescue the business, because I believed and I still believe so much in the brand, uh, I had to sell my car just to make sure that I sustain the business. Uh, it has been tough, but then, like I mentioned earlier, mm. uh, uh, self-introspection. I know myself. Um, when it comes to resilience, I'm, I'm very, very resilient. I, I, I'm, I'm very much aware of the hardships of, of entrepreneurship because I've been selling uh, throughout my life. So I understand that, and I'm very much aware of that, and I'm ready for any, any, any anything. Um, but then, I think for me, the biggest break was when Holland. Uh, introduced uh, uh so i saw a friend of mine on from facebook there's a guy that i know on facebook so what i did my my content on social media has always been more the chicken or my entrepreneurial journey mm. so i don't share a lot of things except my entrepreneurial journey or the moja chicken so this guy sent me a dm chief i work for holland holland uh, is doing uh, uh, they want to do this campaign they're looking for uh, small businesses that they can share their marketing space with. Mm. Are you interested? If you're interested, here's the link. Uh, you can apply. So I applied. I used that link to apply. That was last year. I used that link to apply. I was shortlisted. Then I went through the vetting process. Luckily, I was, I was, I was chosen amongst the 12 uh, small business uh, companies that Hola chose for, 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 for the big ad, uh, uh, for small businesses uh, through that Hola campaign. So that's when things started shaping up again for me when Holat came into my life. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What what an incredible story, Little Ronolo. And, you know, just during the dark periods, because your story will resonate with so many other South African entrepreneurs that have found yeah. themselves in that position. What yeah. actually kept you going? What kept me going uh, is the dream uh, and most importantly, uh, empowerment creating jobs. Uh, every time I open a store, um, I become so excited because I'm creating job, jobs for, for five people, meaning I'll be feeding at least 25 family, uh, 25, uh, five family households or mm. uh, 25 people through just uh, one store. So that's what keeps me going because I come from a very, very poor background. So for me, when I see uh, some, the next person uh, getting a job, uh, being able to feed their families, that what pushes it keeps me going uh, and 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 just having a dream of 
becoming um 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 the 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 the, the most uh, 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 the most uh, 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 the biggest franchise uh, uh, that was that was uh, that beca- that came up from 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 somebody with my experience somebody with my background somebody who doesn't even have a formal education because I only have matric uh, but all I had was a dream so for me I just want to leave to tell a story hence every time when I I I, I come across a hardship for me always important to pray about it and 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 make sure that I keep going because I just don't want to let my people down and my people I mean mm. the employees and the future employees that I could be creating jobs for so every time I think of all of those things I just want to keep on going fighting let me thank you so much for your time this morning He's the owner of Moja Chicken in Soweto. What an incredible story. What a resilient human being and a story that will resonate during this time because it shows that, yes, there are hardships. There have been hardships, but there's still reason to hope. There's still reason to believe that things can get better. And Lekoronolo becomes a shining example of that, of what's possible when you continue to believe in the dream despite the odds and the odds can really get quite tough it's just